uh, like Colton, you had to wait a little longer for this, but uh, <laughs> it's worth it, I think. Um, before we get going, it's a though, gift to y'all. <laughs> we just wanted to make a heart connection mm-hmm. with you guys, um, and it's worth it. Uh, we will need to give a quick shout out to our fan uh, Robin Brown at RVL Brown for compiling some stats for us. The, just like we've been asking. Just like we've been asking. Welcome to the team, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, compensation is not generous, and the dental plan is terrible. If you send us your address, we will send you a bottle of sugar bear vitamins <laughs> and some blurry leaf photos that I've taken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's part mm-hmm. of my nature scenes uh, series. But thank you for compiling some stats. She's got all the stats on there about who got uh, two one-on-one dates in the first six weeks. Mm-hmm. Only nine people. So Whoa. chances in all of, in uh, all Bachelorette of Bachelor history. history. Wow. Yeah. So chances are low. Chances are real low. Um, yeah, so let's uh, let's get to it, though. Let's get to... Give a uh, shout-out to our listener, Brianna. Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Shut one up. of our new listeners. I want to give um, a shout-out to my man, JC. <laughs> Jesus Christ, y'all. <laughs> All right, so let's join... Is that going to be obnoxious for me to suck on this mint? No, I think our listeners are going to love that. <laughs> yeah, tweet at us, let us know how it goes. We'll put a poll up, whether the audio is better with uh, something in our mouths. <laughs> it's going to get really good towards the end when I crunch down on it real Chomp, loud. chomp, chomp. All right, well, we have that to look forward to, so stick around. I would like you to savor it and bite into it right in the finale mm-hmm. of the podcast. We're going to try to keep this short because one of our kids is asleep and the other one is watching H2O Mermaids right now, and those are only like a half an hour. And we're recording this at 2.33 in the afternoon, which means that neither of us have been drinking that much. That's right. Well, we did drink when we recorded in the afternoon in North Carolina, but that was vacation, that so was we could get away with it. That in was North Carolina. <laughs> I was already three mint and juleps Thomas deep Raffinell at that point. Thomas drinks <laughs> bourbon with his Jimmy John's on... On Southern Charm. Yeah, I bet they recommend different pairings for that. (laughs) Which Jimmy John's goes best with a bourbon. And Trashly have lunch together. We need to do a spin-off podcast. You're on your own. All right. Um, um... You are looking forward to me crunching the mint, but Becca... Segue is looking forward to no drama. No drama. Number one rule. No drama. That's also... Did you know that's also Mary J. Blige's rule? I heard that was the uh, Black Eyed Peas' rule as well. Peas's? <laughs> <laughs> it's also the number one rule from Llama Llama. No drama. Llama yeah. Llama, save the drama for your mama. He does save the drama for his He's always little, mad at his mama guy. or missing his mama. It's the plight of a single mom. Kind of a mama's boy. He really is. is she, he's got a dad, right? Llama Have you llama? ever seen a dad? Well, the dad's out working, probably. I yes. think that... He's growing fur to turn into sweaters. I think that Llama Llama is a single mama. Oh, could be. Ma, llama Llama, single mama. That's why Llama Llama has to go to daycare. Right, and why he has to uh, get so many. He has to go shopping at the shop with, with only mama. He gets yeah. dropped off at Grandma and Grandpa's. That's true, at, yeah. With only mama. All right, well, Robin, we need you to get on this. <laughs> Our researcher is Llama Llama's mother. <laughs> and there's, uh, you know, we appreciate single single moms are our hardworking parents. We shout out to the single moms out there, including Llama Llama's mom. Shout out to Amanda from Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, yeah. A single mama. Single mama. Bachelor, yeah. Bachelor franchise. They're not afraid to bring in a single mom. No, they're not. Single dad occasionally, though. The single... Are there Were there any dads this season? 
No, you're right. Whoa, I didn't think about that. Yeah. But you're absolutely because they right. always trot the kids out. Not like it, mention the kids. They <laughs> bring the kids. Here they are. Oh no, they do bring yeah. them. They should um, just get out of the limo with the children. <laughs> There's your first impression, right? Maybe there. Kenny will show up on Bachelor in Paradise. He's There's slated. He's, oh, he's he? scheduled to yeah. do it. Yeah, oh, he'll be there. Is that you got something going on with my beard? hair? No, That's it's crazy. not. It's a hair that's just curled around in a weird way. Yeah. There Ryan has like a, a big curly cue coming out of his beard. It's like I, I wax know. my mustache. It's like Jafar. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's. So they are in Nassau, the Bahamas. Becca's first time to the she, Bahamas. Yeah. She says that she is nervous because it means that at the end of this, she can only end up with one person, to which I say, explore your options. Right. Maybe two. I mean, maybe uh, keep Leo as a side How do you piece. feel about Utah? <laughs> How do you feel about, you know, having something on the side? How do you feel about having a spinoff reality show called, what would it be? Not If it's Sister Wives, if it's Brother women, Husbands. Brother Husbands. Is that the term? Brother yeah. I, something tells me that doesn't happen quite as often, <laughs> but it should. Hashtag Thanks, feminism. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> um, or here's an idea. She has her own laminated list. But it's just other guys on the show. So That's like, like my worst nightmare, by the way. What? To just have to deal with a bunch of oh, dead-ass yeah. dick husbands. Like, yeah, you're imagine there were like four of me. I mean, the thing is, though, if you had more wives, I'm not advocating having more wives, but if you had more wives, I assume that things would get better, like more would get done. Of course. And if you had more husbands, less would get done, and there would be more mess. It's like those studies that show that kids who have two lesbian parents are actually like the best adjusted of every combination. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, that's not surprising no, at all. Yeah. I don't, that's just data confirming what I already could have guessed. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Can you imagine having four husbands no. pawing at you all the time? Yeah, because that's the sister wives fantasy too. Like constantly like, asking where stuff have is. Have you seen my wallet? It would be like all four of us staring I at our wallet. I can't find the remote yeah. as you look at the remote. Right. Yeah. Oh, it would be a nightmare. Sounds like a fun time. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that Kimmy Schmidt plot this season where she tries to do that. And it's oh, awful. right. Yeah. With the teenage <laughs> With the boys. With the teenage boys. And it's just terrible. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Right. Six minutes Ooh. in. We said to keep this one short and tidy. So here we are. All right. Blake says that he has told her he's falling in love with her, but he hasn't said, I love you yet. And Blake is kind of falling apart. He is falling apart. I will say I like that they're finally kind of like parsing this distinction blatantly, like getting mm-hmm. at how they like have these degrees of incorporating love into sentences. I could sentences. see myself falling for you. Right. I'm falling for you. I'm falling in love with you. Right. I love you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a progression. You'll get there. But yeah, Blake is falling apart. He's starting to crack under the pressure. Uh, they're doing three one-on-ones and a group date. Colton gets the first one-on-one. Yes, he does. We've known from the beginning of the season that Colton was going to have to drop the bomb that he's a virgin who can't drive <laughs> early. We knew that early on, yes. uh, so we've really just been waiting for it. And here it is. We've been waiting for it since the Virgin River. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and they, the Bachelor producers, have also been waiting for it too because they set up a date, which is them going conk diving. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I bet they say conk like a hundred times mm-hmm. with the uh, you know obvious euphemism, mm-hmm. double entendre. Yeah, get a get a load of that conk. 
Do you have enough like conk that. in your life? Put this conk in your mouth. But before they get to the conks, they have to get there, which involves taking a boat ride. Right. And before they get on the boat, Becca asks Colton, how do you feel about catamarans? <laughs> I hate I, I fucking hate yeah. them. I, a catamaran killed my father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, who has... Well, first of all, who would have strong negative feelings about catamarans? I do. You do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah, people, it's a very controversial question. It is. Yeah, I'm surprised I didn't come up during the presidential Who debates. doesn't have strong feelings <laughs> about catamarans? You don't want to, that's the way, you don't talk about politics, religion, or catamarans <laughs> at dinner parties, because somebody's going to get upset. Um, um, all right, so she, she's clearly very, like, physically attracted to Colton. Right, well, I was going to say, she also spends, like, this whole date objectifying him. He's a bronze god, if you will. Uh, I will, Becca. Objectifying is in just for the fellas. <laughs> He's a block of muscle. I could get used to that. Hashtag feminism. Though I noticed something that has, he's been bothering me all season, like his looks, and I finally put my finger on it, which is he looks like a little kid all grown up. Mm-hmm. You know, like a, a little kid put on like a muscle suit. Like if they wanted somebody to do a sequel to Big, that's like the look that they would yes. go for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or like that he's like halfway through the big transition. He's like <laughs> still a little kid and then, uh, you know, Yeah, he's, a he's still a little kid in a couple of ways. In a couple of ways. Hasn't, <laughs> still just has hasn't some growing up. up to do. Well, and he's also a big kid in another way in which he immediately says, I'm king of the world yeah. when they get on the yacht. Mm-hmm. Uh, or the, I'm sorry, the catamaran. Good God. Someone, listeners, please don't send us hate mail <laughs> about that confusion. Um, they have some deep conversation. I think when they are still on the boat. Yeah. Um, she tells him, you're so handsome. And then he responds, you're beautiful. I feel like they're like, I guess Colton is handsome enough to be compared to Ken. I don't feel like Becca is a Barbie type, but right. she's stupid. <laughs> well, she's a Barbie type in one way. Mm-hmm. Um well, yeah, and then Colton tries to get up the nerve to drop this big bombshell and says, I don't have the world's most experience when it comes to dating. And all of a sudden, like, a party boat <laughs> like, pulls up. <laughs> and a guy named Action jumps off and uh, says, you need some conk. <laughs> I could use some conk. <laughs> That's a Becca. Um, so they have to eat the pistol, which uh, I'm just going to say, I've spent some time in the Bahamas, so... Huh. I've eaten a lot of conch. I have never eaten <laughs> have the pistol. Yeah. It's Bahamian Viagra. Looks they disgusting. Say. Yeah, it looks terrible. Disgusting. Yeah. Becca. And oh, I want to say too, I want to just express my dissatisfaction that they take us to the Bahamas and once again do not do the pig date. Right. It's I don't such think a they're ever going to repeat the pig date. Uh, but can you capture that magic again? No. First of all, it's got to be a group date. I feel like to really get. And what made that pig date so special. That's true. You know, a one-on-one is just going to be them like, oh, this is crazy. Let's get out of here. I'd like them to do it on The Bachelorette, though, because I feel like they, the women freaked out. But I think the men would absolutely freak out, too. Yeah. They'd yeah, be I squealing. Think so. Oh, they'd be squealing, they'd all right. Be squealing. Yeah. Um, no, I, I would like to see it repeated. So, anyway, I just wanted to say that before I forgot. I yeah. really... I wish we had seen the pigs. I Note wish we got to go to the Bay of Pigs again. <laughs> um, yeah, so we get about 100 conch puns. As I said, so much conch. 
She needs a little conk in her life right now. Colton really knows how to work that conk. Um, they're told to chew it like a yeah, gum. Yeah, Action tells them to chew it. Becca says that she and Colton don't need any aphrodisiacs. <laughs> Not sure what this... We still haven't gotten the Becca accent right. She's just vaguely Canadian to me. Yeah, vague Canadian. Yep. Um, Becca says that Colton would have... <laughs> he would have to drop a crazy bomb on me to have me not give him the rose. It just feels like the producers were even more heavy-handed in Colton this date. What would Colton have to do right. for you to not yeah. give him the rose? Would he have to drop a crazy bomb on you? <laughs> yeah, because we'll get to this in a minute because her reaction, um, I think that it was producer-driven. Um, but we'll, we'll talk with that in a minute. Um, so he does have yeah. a crazy bomb to drop. They go to Let's dinner and finally Colton works up the nerve to tell her his big dark secret he says that he spent a lot of time working on football colton and that he kind of forgot who personal colton is um he's only had one serious girlfriend he hasn't dated very much we all understand where this is leading up to right um, he only got to second base with tia yeah right (laughs) raise your hand if you believe that (laughs) um he also says to be honest with you i'm not sure my dad knows well he knows now colton yeah um, no, he said that his dad does know. Oh, okay. He said only a handful of people know, including his dad. Oh, okay. I miss. I have the quote down wrong. Yeah. All right. So he tells her um, that he is a virgin, and she says... <laughs> I liked Becca's reaction, because she wasn't immediately like, that's okay. That's great. Sure. Like, good for you. It, it was just interesting, because she was like, she says nothing, and just like, can you excuse me for one it second? It reminded me so much of when... Uh, in Ari's season, when Lauren tells her, tells Ari that she loves him, and he just like walks away. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> I was trying to remember when that happened, yep. but yeah, when Ari just walks away too. Yeah, she like goes and looks out on the balcony and is just standing there. Um, and I don't know. You you like the reaction? To me, it seemed like they needed some drama, and so the producers were like, "Can you go over there for a few minutes?" Yeah, I mean. I I don't know. I could see either way because it did feel manufactured in the way that everything on this show, sure, like right, 99% yep. of what we're seeing is manufactured by producers. Right. But at the same time, I could see her, I mean, as the guys say back at the house or wherever they are, a hotel, I'm sure. Rubbing their faces rubbing on their the faces pillows. Rubbing their faces on pillows, Yeah. Freaking out because there's a bed. <laughs> um, the guys were like, you know, sex is a big part of a relationship. Uh, I, Garrett and Blake both say that they wouldn't propose to someone without having slept with them. Um, sex is a big part of life, mm-hmm. Garrett says. So I could see, since it is a rose that will lead to hometowns, right? I could see needing to really... Think about and contemplate whether you wanted to move forward with that person. And it's not like she can just sit at the table and be like, I'm going to need a minute. Sure. Like, can you just look over there and not eat your food? Yeah, right. You you stare this way and I'll stare that way. Yeah. Well, so she does. She does come back eventually and goes like, after telling her that I'm a virgin, she got up and walked away. Um, He (laughs) he says he's falling in love with her. Falling in love with her. Mm -hmm. He's getting real close. Um, yeah, I guess my question was like, how long was she out there? I don't mm-hmm. know, you know. Um, but let's see. So she comes back. Um, I did he, love oh, that he said, "When the time comes, yeah. it will happen." 
Which, like, that's going to be in, like, two weeks if you continue this. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I think that'll be really interesting if we get to the fantasy suite. Because he, I mean, he did make that point of saying it's not, he's not opposed to it. It's not like he's right. saving himself for marriage. Mm-hmm. He said, didn't he say, like, it's not a... Um, it's not a... Yeah, he said, it's, I'm not waiting for marriage. I'm waiting for the right heart. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so, I guess, like, that, if I were Becca, would... That would be a little bit better than, than just right than some, like yeah. just totally closing that door altogether. Yeah. Um. So I want to talk about how he said uh, that he's not trying to prove anything, and as you, as you already noted, when the time comes, it will happen. And then he says it's going to happen. It's like he has to will it to happen. But then he says, "I'm 26. I want it to be a gift that I give somebody." Can we talk about whether male virginity is... Is a gift? I mean, no. I am going to be a hard no on yeah, that. Yeah, no. I don't think that's a gift. I don't think What's anything, the gift? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a... It's nice yeah. that he's trying to put a positive right, spin, on, spin it on it and like tell yourself whatever you want, right. but... It's Sorry, a, buddy. Yeah, it's not a gift. Because yeah. I get, like, I do think that that's a thing for some guys. Right, so, a, like, the, I get to be your first time. virginity, yeah. yes, is, like, a big turn on. I don't think the ladies feel the same way. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know I concur. As a man, I concur with that. Um yeah, let's see. What um, what else does he say? He That's he all was, I... I mean, oh, she gives... Oh, go ahead. He said, growing have... up in a locker room environment isn't the easiest for a guy like me. Um, yeah, we've heard a lot of locker room talk lately from uh, President Trump. That was the kind of locker room talk that Colton was engaging uh-huh. in. <laughs> um, but yeah, she gives him the what rose. What football team... Is he even a real football player? He is a real football player. We looked this up at the beginning... Um, one of them of the two football players, maybe Clay, played for the Saints. Clay is a legit football yeah. player. I feel like on one end you have Clay, on the other end, I guess you have like. See, I think on the other end is Colton, and then somewhere in between is Jordan from JoJo's season. I see like the spectrum of football players. Fun fact Colton has actually never gotten a ball into that, the end zone. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> but <laughs> He's I just don't waiting for the right end zone. We're going to have to do a little research. Yeah, uh, Robin. <laughs> Robin. <laughs> but I think that I someone either told me or I read on the interwebs that Colton actually has never like played a game. Oh, I see. He's always been mm. like up in the draft. However football works, he's in the draft or whatever. He's always been in the dugout. I- <laughs> he's the uh, water boy, essentially. Um, anyway, I don't remember why I brought that up. Um, oh, because of the locker room talk. Yes. Right. Yes. I don't know. I don't think that he, like, I don't know why you would lie about being a virgin, so I don't necessarily think that he's lying. Oh, I see. But I think there's something strange about Colton still being a virgin. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because this comes up later in the episode, too, with Leo, when Leo's like, I just haven't had a lot of serious girlfriends, a lot of relationships. Yeah, but you know that Leo... Oh, no, I know that Leo is... is, Leo scored plenty of times. Um, But what I'm saying is, like, I always assume that a guy like Colton is just, like, a massive player. You Mm -hmm. know, like, (laughs) a massive football player, which he apparently is not. Mm -hmm. But also a massive player with women. And it is interesting to, like, 
see that I just assume that good looking guys always have tons of like dating experience. I mean, I think they do if they want it, which <laughs> sure. is what I'm saying. Right. Oh, I see. Are you you interesting? Yeah. I'm just wondering if Colton maybe enjoyed the company with the men a little more than Becca. <laughs> right. Let's In put the it that room. way. Sure. Yeah. 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 Um. Anyway, and that's not. I mean, that's. That's a tacky assumption on my part to assume that some handsome football player is choosing to be a virgin um, because he's gay. It could just be because he... Hasn't found the right heart. Sure, yeah, yeah it's a heart thing. <laughs> um, all right, I don't have anything more on this nah. date. He, she gives him the rose. Gonna get to meet the people who made him, which was a fun <laughs> line when she said it once, and then by the time she said it to the last person, right. we get it. Do you think that they try to say the same things to everybody? It's like when you do um, like interview research, you're supposed to like say the same things to everyone to not like bias the pot, you know, like bias mm-hmm. the responses. If she's almost like trying to say some of the same lines to everybody, or if you just like get into a routine with these dates where like because you have to think like it almost is kind of boring to like have to repeat the same stage of date. Yeah. Like five times. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, okay, I got to decide if I'm going to meet. boring to have to repeat the fantasy suite. Boom. Well, we'll see. It might be boring with Colton. We'll see what happens. Well, here it goes, y'all. There. Oh, crunch. Crunch, crunch, oh, crunch. That bad. Scroll, scroll, scroll. <laughs> um, all right. Garrett is going on the next one-on-one. They say, Garrett, love is in the air. And he says, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And what could that mean when they get there? First of all, when Becca sees him, she does a double wave. Hi to him. Oh, Uh, wait. Can we talk about, though, because Blake freaks out a little more when Garrett gets the date card. He's freaking out that he's not getting any one-on-ones. And he says, seeing Colton come back was hard. She's obviously way into him. Way into him. She has me second guessing everything. <laughs> everything. I don't know anything. Is there anymore. a god? <laughs> Are we real? Mm. Is this all a computer simulation? Um, right. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> okay. So uh, Garrett and Becca get to do quote the whole Bahama thing, and then love is in the air because what are they riding? A seaplane. And Garrett says, "No way, a seaplane? Are you serious?" <sighs> I would love if she said no. Nope. It's a, it's a That's catamaran. That's not for us. Bizarrely, I noticed that the plane had the word Tia on the back of it. Ooh. Yeah. That would have been interesting if that would have been Colton's date. <laughs> Finally gets to ride Tia. Um, That's because it's called the thanks in advance. Tia. Tia. Thanks in advance. Oh. Thanks in advance. That's a little acronym. I'm not, I don't know it. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. My he says... Is this more millennial slang? I than, guess. Yeah. Apparently YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> Did you... So, shout out to our listener, Katie. There's Have your you, shout there's out, your Katie, shout out, Katie, Katie. For the week. Yeah. Have you seen this new BDE? No. What is it? <laughs> you haven't heard of that? No. I'm way behind. You what do you think that... I haven't heard anything. What do you think it stands for? I'll tell you who I think has it on the show. Okay. Uh, Leo. Best dimples ever. <laughs> I'll give you another guess. Okay. Uh Leo has it um best do ever. <laughs> Big dick energy. <laughs> <laughs> That's way better than what I had. So big dick energy is it was that on, you have like a lot of like 
confidence, confidence and ease within yourself. So you might not even, so maybe it's not Leo. Cause it's like, you don't necessarily, you're not maybe physically that attractive. You're not like sure. a Colton, yeah. but you got swagger and it's coming from your big dick energy. <laughs> And I'm after Katie that. explained it to me, it was on my Us Weekly Buzzometer. Oh, so it's, look at Katie being ahead of the ahead it's of the because she's in her mid twenties. <laughs> she uh, has her finger on that pulse. Yeah, and uh, that actually reminds me of our new sponsor besides Sugar Bear. It's a vitamin supplement called Big Dick Energy <laughs> BDE. They're delicious. They give you a lot of charisma. I'm taking it them right now. It won't actually make your dick bigger, <laughs> right. but it'll yeah, just we've gotten a lot of false sales that way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, all right. Garrett said, back to the day. Garrett says that Becca knows that he loves fun adventure. Uh, and he says, we have more fun together than any couple on the planet. That's a big claim, It's a Garrett. strong claim. If you a were in my freshman claim. composition class, I would say avoid overgeneralizations <laughs> that are impossible to prove. We would like but, to circle that. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to put that in brackets, buddy. <laughs> Also, I don't believe you. I don't think that Becca is part of any couple that has the most fun, the on, most the fun on the planet. Because Becca's not that fun. Right. There's... Boring Becca. <laughs> nope, the most fun of any couple on the planet. But they're riding a seaplane and coincidentally, their relationship is taking off. And they swing on a big swing. I can't, I don't know what that means. They're swinging into love. <laughs> Their relationship uh, It's just rocks. like a infomercial for like, I feel like it looks like a bunch of scenes for, um, I don't know, like a love connection or mm-hmm. it's just them like frolicking on the right. beach. And, They're sitting in two different bathtubs holding hands. I mean, I will say this, you know, I don't like Garrett. I, yeah, I, know, I think yeah. of all the guys, if we could ever forget what Garrett's Instagram activity was, I do think that Garrett and Blake seem like the front runners for like, Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, when I watch absolutely. them together. Yeah, no, I think Gary and Becca make a lot of sense together. Um, like we said, other than his uh, social media activity, um, I don't even really have anything that happened on this date. Garrett says he gets Twitter pated around her. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what that means. What is this? They is that were another. That's a youthful thing. The youths. No, I think it's old. I think it's an old phrase, like that's gone out of. And now Out it's of Vogue, back. Garrett's bringing it back it's with like Twitter. It's like all the 90s styles that they're wearing. And 90s phrases, apparently. Um, she asks him more about his marriage. Right. Um, he says that he was just young. He tells Becca, everything that I see in you is everything I'm looking for in a wife. Except the fact that she's a Hillary voter. I mean, I'm guessing he doesn't right. like that. That's going to be a problem. Yeah, apparently his ex was so hot-blooded, screaming and yelling all the time. Um, I do like, oh, so Garrett pulls the, I'm beginning to fall in love with you, mm-hmm. which I feel like is a step removed from mm-hmm. I'm falling in love with you for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Becca actually gives him a little bit of a challenge when she's like, I'm worried that you like the idea of this mm-hmm. as opposed to this, which is a really valid concern for anybody at this, um, at this phase. Um, they go to dinner and they're both in like typical bachelor you know like nice clothes she's in a dress he's in what appears to be a regular suit i believe but then they run out to the beach one last time and just like pull i feel like they're both wearing like tearaway clothes (laughs) to reveal like a bikini and swim trunks underneath yeah yeah they do a little night swimming night swimming (laughs) um i would not go night swimming in the caribbean 
Yeah, too many sharks. Too many sharks. Yeah, we've seen one too many episodes of When Sharks Attack to go night swimming in the Caribbean. What if, can you imagine, here's a twist, they both get eaten by a shark. <laughs> That's how this season of The Bachelorette ends. Um, also, when she suggests that they have something else to do, Garrett says, God, you're so cool sometimes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All right, date over. Move on to Blake. And Becca um, show up on their date. They don't have to, I don't have it in my notes, but they didn't have to like take a boat or anything. They didn't did they? get any mode of transport. Okay, I didn't yeah. think so. They show up somewhere in the Bahamas and Who Let the Dogs Out is playing. And I said, oh, is that the real Bahamen? And then Becca says, the Bahamen are here. <laughs> so I got pretty excited about that. The Baja Men actually have another song besides Who Led the Dogs Out. What song was it? I, re- I knew it. Something that I had never heard before. I think I got like a lyric in there. We'll have to look it up. Yeah, I feel like I heard it and was like, oh, right. They sang oh, that song, song too. Yeah. There was someone on the beach dancing with a dog, um, which I really, really loved. Um, <laughs> I guess maybe I didn't because I'm looking at their... <laughs> Uh, getting hotter, land of the sea and sun. Yeah, back, back to the island. You all that? Yeah, move it like this. It could have been any of those songs. <laughs> any one of those songs was the song that they were singing. Oh, here's one that says, "Where did I go wrong?" I wanted that to be, "Where did the dogs go?" <laughs> Who? Just a bunch of different songs about where the dogs are. Oh, Who they put have the one dogs called Scooby Doo. Oh, Scooby Doo. Yeah, from the hmm. Scooby-Doo soundtrack. That makes sense. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Okay, so Baja Men are singing. Blake, Blake is dancing. Blake is, ooh, man. Yeah. Yikes. I mean, Ryan and I are terrible dancers, so it's definitely the pot calling the kettle black, but dang. Yeah, well, um, this is also proof that enthusiasm does not make up for bad dancing. I mean, I feel like it's fine if you're not being like recorded and sure. shown on national right. TV cuz he's clearly just having a lot of sure. fun and we've talked about that before like I feel like on one of these dancing dates even if you maybe especially if you know you're a bad dancer you just have to go right. into it guns right. blazing well yeah cuz you're right cuz there's no he, nothing he's doing here is anything worse than anything I've done oh in he's my a life. much better dancer oh, yeah. than you yeah god um but when you're the center of attention and being filmed, it just magnifies the issue. So he is a really bad dancer. Um, and then they go, after the dancing, they go and like sit on the beach together and just talk and make out. And Becca says, just to think that after everything, I'm here with you. What does that mean? I don't know. What the fuck does that I mean? I have no idea. I, was, I have the same quote and the same confusion about it. I feel like um, she does that where she'll just say something that she thinks is is meaningful, mm-hmm. but it doesn't make sense. Because right. that would make sense if like he was the last person, but it's like there's still mm-hmm. a bunch of guys left. Yeah, I did not understand it. I also noticed she does a lot of like narration, just like saying what they're doing, and I think they must make them do that to like keep the viewer up to speed. Because she's like. I'm here on a beach in the Bahamas with you. I feel like she's done a lot of that this season. Just like, we're flying in a seaplane. Yeah. Here we are. Not even like commentary about it, but just literally narrating just what's, what's yeah. going on. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, she says that she feels the most strongly for him, which kind of surprised yeah, me. Yeah, me too, because one, it doesn't seem like they had the strongest connection, and also, it seems like she's felt that way with everyone Well, so I think I would have put that on Garrett, yeah. honestly. But she says it of Blake, but then she says it's scary because she also feels for the other guys. Um, at the dinner, oh, this is when we get to find out about Blake's mom being a hoe. <laughs> Wait, why do I, um... What? Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. Yes. Get into that. Uh, that's what Blake's basketball coach said. <laughs> Re Blake's mom. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Blake's parents got divorced when he was a sophomore. His mom had an affair with the basketball coach and English teacher. That's a strange... Usually the basketball coach is not the English I teacher. I mean, I'm just going to say respect. <laughs> <laughs> for the uh, mom or for uh, the English teacher? I mean, I guess for both. both? I don't yeah. know. Is, I want to meet I want to meet the woman that, that did this, that <laughs> pulled this off. <laughs> Fun fact, uh, he actually branded her with a scarlet letter after they started having an affair. <laughs> Fun fact... Blake is actually the child of Mary Kay Letourneau. <laughs> that's his mom. That's his mom. The mom, Mary Kay Wait, Letourneau, she, was the teacher. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Of Mary Kay Letourneau's husband. <laughs> he did the same thing. Yeah, so uh, apparently this was in a small town, so people were coming up to give Blake gossip about aw, his mom. He said that, like, one of his... Um, Female friends knew even before he did that his mom was getting an apartment in town. Yeah. No, it does. This is a rough situation. And he said that during the whole thing, like, his family didn't discuss anything. It honestly sounds a little bit like a Dean situation. Yeah. Um, I mean, not to that degree, because who could top Parampum? <laughs> but uh, that basically it taught him that he doesn't like... The way that his family just is closed off and he doesn't want to raise his kids that way. And then he tells Becca that he's falling in love with her. He says falling in love is fun, but I think staying in love would be more fun. Becca, it would be more fun. I'm in love with you. Yeah, our first official I love you of the season. Mm-hmm. And she even comments on that and says, you're going to make my heart burst. You're going to make my heart burst. <laughs> make my heart oh. very happy. Hey. <laughs> Um. Oh, yeah. so but the big thing is, she says Blake and I are on the same page, but he doesn't know it yet. So she's basically saying that she's in love with him, but she can't tell him. Yeah. 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 Big dilemma. That's quite the drama right there. You just do what Ben Higgins did and tell everybody. Tell everybody. You love him. Yeah. You get an I love you, and you get an <laughs> I love you. You're an I love you slut. <laughs> um. All right. The final date, or anything, nah, all right, nah, moving good. on. The final date is going to be Leah, a three-on-one with Leo, Wills, and Jason. And I would just say, I mean, going into this date, I felt very confident that Jason was getting the sure. date rose. Um, I love Wills. I cannot see him with Becca. Right. Well, what I was going to say is it's pretty obvious that she was going to cut the two most interesting men left. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and I even, no surprise. Even Leo is like, I'm very different from the rest of yeah. the guys here. Like, well, and we'll talk about how that plays out in a minute. Um, I guess we I guess we can get to it. And I guess Will's probably felt the same way, but didn't even feel the need to vocalize it. Right. But yeah, I mean, clearly, if you look at especially Blake and Garrett, but really all four of those guys that ended up getting the hometown roses... 
they're all cut from the same yeah. cloth. Well, that's the thing. I feel like more than usual, it's all the same type of guy that's left. Especially to me, like Colton, Blake, and Garrett. I know it's a painting with a broad brush to say they're all similar. But it is. It's the same type. Whereas, I, I feel like... that's in the, what always happens. I was, was going to say, though. Like Rachel. Yeah, Rachel. I don't feel like... Uh, that's like true. Like Peter, Brian, Brian and, Peter and, and Eric. Yeah, that's true. The, no, you know, they were very different. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it just seems like Becca has more of a type, like one type. Mm-hmm. Than it's because she's basic. <laughs> basic, boring, bland Becca. I could go on. Yeah, more B words. Um, oh. Leo, I noted, has quite the man bun going on. And, it's uh, like, I have it described in my notes as aggressive. Aggr- it is an aggressive man bun. Yeah, that's again, that's a BDE man bun right there. That's not the kind of man bun that I'm going to wear. I think that's the, like, see, I think, I don't think you understand BDE. Do the I fact not? that you wouldn't have an aggressive man bun points to BDE. Like being in your face and over the top. Oh, it's yeah. not BDE? Mm-hmm. I see. So uh, then I didn't understand it. Yeah. No. So it's more subtle. It's it's a confidence that doesn't need to be aggressive about the man bun. And according to Us Weekly, women can also have BDE. Why not? It's t- 2018. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we almost had a woman president. <laughs> um, did Us Weekly use the word dick? Uh, they they asterisk with asterisks, yeah. Because yep. I was gonna say that's a little I racy. If maybe for them. it's big duck energy. Oh, it could be. That's it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know when you see a really big duck and you're like that duck is really confident. Look at that himself. duck. <laughs> Look at that cocky bastard. <laughs> um. So our he, friend Leo with his. He, oh, uh, did you also think that Leo looked a little bit like he had been crying? I feel like Leo is such a gentle giant. He might have just been stoned. I couldn't tell because, well, let's let's get into this um, because so they have a little a little conversation. Yeah. So Jason uh, seems to feel the same way that we did. Mm-hmm. Um, he he didn't say it in like a cocky way, but I do think that he feels going into the date maybe the most confident because mm-hmm. he says that Wills and Leo seem like they're dreading it, whereas he's just excited to see her. Yeah. They um, did have a shot of the three of them riding on a boat together where they just looked miserable. Yeah. I feel like this is even more miserable because the two-on-ones are always, there's like an energy from a rivalry. Yeah. And here they just seem like, ugh, well, this is awful. Well, whenever the three-on-one you know? comes around, I feel like it's usually at a point where... The group has been winnowed down enough that the guys usually like each right, other. So. Right, And like all the true asshole villains are They're gone, gone. Mm-hmm. at this point. So yeah, uh, Becca does say she doesn't want the three-on-one to overshadow the date. Yeah, good luck, Becca. That's going to happen. Yeah. Well, they yeah. play volleyball, which they did on one of Nick's dates too, because that's when we got our choky threat from Jasmine. That's right. Yeah. Good times. Yeah, that's, I'll always remember that choky Me threat. Me too. Hashtag yeah. choky. Um, I think Jasmine, what now? I don't know. I was going to say, I think maybe Jasmine has the female version of BDE, BDE. but I don't think that's what they're talking about. Oh, you know who has BDE? Who? Kendall. 
Kendall has BD. Yeah. Yeah. Because she just has like a quiet confidence. Right. And she's like, I don't give a fuck whether you like my taxidermy or not. But yeah. she's not saying it that way. She just doesn't give she's a fuck. She's just like, here's this rat that I put in a tuxedo. Yeah. You don't like it? Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Too bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I like, I'm going to have to wrap my head around this BDE concept. And by the way, now that I know what it means, it's officially dead. As something that's a cool <laughs> thing to say. You can mark it. It was like when the uh, USA Today ran an article that was years and years ago, ran an article that was like, some people say 420 as a time to mean smoking marijuana. And it was like, that's it. It's over. Um, okay, so Leo and Becca get a chance to talk. And did you notice Leo goes nuts kissing her face? Yeah. Like all over her face. It was like he was a dog. Like, licking her face. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I I feel like it's pretty clear that Leo likes Becca and she's not super into him back. Yeah. I also, this is not really the right time to bring this up, but I don't know what is and we're about to lose Leo, so I wanted to mention it. There's still a Waterworld show somewhere. Uh, <laughs> that I'm, movie came out like I'm 20 years ago. It, well, I know because so. you want you would see Leo in anything. Yeah. But I was surprised that there was still a live action Waterworld stage show somewhere. It seems like that would have been upgraded <laughs> by now. Yeah, it was one of those things where, like in the middle of the night I woke up and was like, wait a minute. <laughs> what in the world? Oh. All right. So, um... The guys say that Leo said he has to tell Becca his truth. They're wondering what that means. You know what would have been better, maybe? What? If, like Tinley, Leo had danced his truth. (laughs) He would be in that uh, hometown day right now. Right now. If he had danced his truth. I bet he could do it, too. Um, Well, I liked... So they have a conversation that, to me, was really, like... One of the most mature conversations mm-hmm. I've ever seen yeah. on the show. They both seem very much on the same page. Right. Um, because he... So he says that the other guys can offer her a nice house and an, and an easy lifestyle. He can offer her love. The other guys can't do that. Yeah. Um, he tells her basically that he feels like some of the other guys have had more time to connect with her Mm -hmm. and she agrees and is basically like I don't think it's fair to go back to your family if we're not 100% and he's like yep that sounds fair well and he says it would take more time for him to get ready to get down on one knee which of course it would because you're a sane human being right and then Becca says that does scare me like why why does it scare you that someone's being a reasonable person like it's gonna take more than two dates for me to propose to you it's not okay Leo it's not okay I'm worried about that that scares me so Leo gets sent packing yeah but again, very mature decision. And honestly, if people are being like honest and reasonable in The Bachelor, this is how every season of The Bachelor and Bachelorette would end. It's just like, yeah, I don't think this is the right time for us. <laughs> Let's just go our, our separate ways. Uh, we skipped over her one-on-one time with Wills, where uh, she commented that they keep finding crazy similarities crazy with their families like the fact that both of their moms like to chat with people <laughs> i'm gonna becca, i'm gonna blow your mind ryan's mom does that too it's crazy becca we have crazy coincidences crazy similarities jason says that it's it's not easy but that he's getting through the days by just focusing on what he and Becca have and not worrying about what the other guys have, which is, you know, it's good. It's, it's a good strategy, strategy if you can do it. Yeah. Yeah, so um, Leo gets the boot, 
and then Wills and Jason and Becca drive away in a speedboat, leaving Leo alone on the deserted island. So I missed everything after this point. Oh, okay. Because fucking Trump. I have to nominate another white douchebag to the Supreme Court. What's his name? Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. What? Bill Kavanaugh? Bill Kavanaugh. Um. So yeah, I'll I'll take it from here. Don't I feel worry, like that I got was a pretty show. good Trump, right? That was. I yeah, didn't know do what to it say again. after it though. Yeah, he's gonna be huge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay, so they drive away in a speedboat, leave Leo alone on a deserted island. Most men would die there, but Leo, I assume, like rode a dolphin home to safety. Sure. Um, <clears throat> so they get to the date. That's I'll fill a, you in. That's a. Lisa Frank folder that I want. Yeah, Leo like coming at rising yeah. out of the sea with yes. surf in his hair. Um, so Becca somehow manipulates the situation. So Jason and Wills are just sitting at a table alone together, staring at each other with the rose between them. Um, and Jason says in a Talking Head interview, "This rose means so much more than any other rose." Like, thanks, Jason. Well, really? they both said that a couple of times in different variations. Because at one point, Wills is like. I want this rose more than I've wanted any of them. Well, no shit. Right, of like, course. That's going to be yeah. every rose. Yeah, from here on out. <laughs> and I wanted the last rose more than I wanted the one before that. Um, so then she asked, Becca asked Jason in their one-on-one time, do you have any reservations about bringing me home? And he says, he phrases it weirdly because he says, yeah. But what he means is like, I'm going to answer this question, but it sounds like he's saying, yeah. like, yes, I have reservations. Yeah, yeah. But then he's like, no, I wanted to wait until I could tell my parents, explain to my parents what makes Becca so special, and now I hmm. know. What is it? Can you, can you share <laughs> right. with the rest of us? I'd love to hear it, too. Yeah, can you explain it to the viewing audience as well? Um, so she says there's still a slight risk with Jason because she's worried the other guys have been more vocal actually says that he's a little worried after their conversation she goes and talks to wills wills and becca really go after it with the kiss and then wills does like a little cool hello and then um he says wills is cool he is cool you make me believe in love again you make me believe in being a really great man and says i'm just falling more and more in love with you every day so bottom line is becca can see a future with both men she sees jason is more of the risk Wills is more of the sure thing because he's been more vocal about his feelings. But hmm. in the end, she goes with Jason, says it wasn't quite there with Wills. So Jason gets the rose. So here's where things, you didn't see this, and you mm-hmm. were, I'm glad that you were spared this. He takes it real rough. Wills does. He's, he starts crying. I saw an article, my friend Sarah, shout out, what up, girl? Um, sent me an article from E that said, like, after an emotional exit, yeah, Wills well, has booked a, par- a ticket to paradise. Oh, good. So. Good. So he, um, he gets in the car and he's crying and he makes them stop the car so he can get out to cry. Aww. Yeah, it's real. Uh, it was rough. My notes just say, man, this is rough. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but that uh, poor Wills. Man, Wills and Leo, honestly... At this point, I know you're a big Jason fan. I just don't feel like I have a dog left in this fight. Like I don't care. Who I don't, I was for. just texting that uh, to to some bachelor friends. Um, I agree. I like sure. Jason the best out mm-hmm. of all of them, but I think he's the least likely to be chosen. Right. In fact, I think we he's know probably it's not next. Colton since you know he's on Paradise. Right. Um, right. So it's either going to be Blake, who to me is boring and has a 
whore of a mom or (laughs) (laughs) and it can count against him forever jk jk no no judgment hey uh, respect lady um but (laughs) what was i talking about oh or garrett who i can't get over sure the instagram and and you shouldn't have to um but I no, I think it's going to be Garrett at this point. Um, but honestly, I really don't care. I feel like that sucks because the last Bachelorette season, you got Eric and Peter down to the oh. final three, like two really, and uh, Brian was fine to me. Um, but those two were both like really interesting, good people in their own way. You know, yeah. like someone like I would have been happy with either one of those. Me too. Um, you know, you wouldn't have been happy if she would have ended up with Peter because that would have meant he was off the market. Eh. Or not. Too good for Rachel. <laughs> Call me. Peter, you're on my list. Your <laughs> list is becoming more and more just bachelorette. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like the only good thing about getting it, making it this far on the show and knowing that Bachelor in Paradise is going to be a thing unless they have another, you know, rape issue. Terrible scandal. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you at least know that you probably have the option of going to Paradise. Right, right. It is a good consolation. And honestly, I feel like... That's better. Yeah, right? it is better because you get better odds. And um, it seems like if you make it past like week three at this point, you have a you chance have to a go chance. to Paradise. Yeah. yeah, if you're willing to do it. If you're willing to pay the $8,000 and quit your job for four weeks, you too can go to Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> Just give us a bunch of money and, t- and set your life on hold. Um, all right. Well, we'll see you next week for four hometown we'll dates. We'll see you soon. Yeah, very soon. Yeah. yeah. All right, gang. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>